EWR Talk Network is not just another talk radio network. We are the champion for important causes and issues like financial literacy. That is why so many people listen to the Lionel Shipman Shape Your Finances show. Lionel is a seasoned veteran in the finance industry, but more importantly, Lionel cares about people. He shares his vast knowledge of the finance world in a personal way that goes beyond dollars and cents with advice that makes sense. So let Lionel help you get your finances in order or avoid costly errors in judgment that may be devastating to you and your family. Listen to the Lionel Shipman Check Your Finances show every Tuesday exclusively on the CWR Talk Network at 8.30 p.m. Eastern, 7.30 p.m. Central. And hello and welcome to the Lionel Shipman Shake Your Finances show here on the CWR Talk Network. And I am your host, Lionel Shipman. Thank you so much for tuning in. It is 2020, and I want to give a huge shout out to all of my regular listeners. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, for all of my new listeners, thank you for tuning in tonight. And most importantly, I want to give a huge thanks to God for another day to make a positive difference in the lives of other people. Now, for all of my new listeners, my radio show is a financial and life empowerment show, focusing in on improving your financial outlook, but we don't stop there. I'm here to give you some life lessons. That means educating you in other important areas of life, mind, body, and spirit, to help you live life to the fullest. So in a nutshell, I am here to help you. Well, we made it to 2020. Um, very thankful for the year 2019. A lot of things transpired uh, in my own personal life in uh, 2019. I'm just going to do a quick recap of the, I call it probably one of the best years in my life. Uh, it didn't start off so well. Uh, unfortunately, I lost my father at the beginning of the year, but I am comforted that he is in the hands of God right now. Uh, also, my oldest daughter graduated high school and started college, and uh, she's up in uh, Boston. And my youngest child is a senior in high school. Unbelievable that my kids are getting older, which means that I am, uh, I don't, I won't say I'm getting older, but I'm, I'm maturing. I'd rather say I'm maturing. <laughs> Don't you be laughing, Keisha. Don't be laughing. Uh, but uh, uh, now you're not supposed to be laughing. <laughs> I'm not getting old. I'm, I'm not going to say I'm getting old. I am maturing and I'm going to stick with it. Now, let me continue on. <laughs> I celebrated two years of doing the show last year. Uh, I also crossed over 20 years of happily married to the best woman in the world. Uh, to my wife, Sheila. I finished my second book. <clears throat> and by the way, my book will be released at the end of the, of the, end of the month. Uh, this is my finance book. I guess one that's been in the works for a long time. I know a lot of people have been asking, when are you going to get the book published? When are you going to get the book uh, published? Well, we're almost there. It should be released at the end of the month. Now, the name of the book is called Money responsibly. It's a useful 
tool for people who wants to build a good foundation of basic money management skills and also to increase their financial knowledge. Now, it's going to take you back to when you first establish your mindset of money and how you, go, how you view money even right now. But it's also going to give you some tips to how you can make some necessary adjustments so you can live your best life, uh, especially regarding your finances. Uh, you will be able to find the book on Amazon. But right now, you can reserve an autographed copy by going to my website at shipmentconsulting.com. Click on the Contact Us page and submit your request that you would like to have reserved an autographed copy of the book. So as soon as I get them, I can get an autograph and send it right out to all of you. And let's keep moving on. I'm very excited about the book. I don't want to say that I'm not, but I'm very, very excited about the book. But I'm also very excited about my show tonight and my uh, guest. You've probably already heard her laughing uh, in the background when I was talking about my age uh, and I'm getting, I'm maturing. Yes, you did, Keisha. You did. You started laughing. Now, now you hurt my feelings. <laughs> no, I would say, okay, because, and here, here's my take on that. All right. Okay. When people yeah. do not, I look at becoming older as a blessing because yeah. I looked at it as, you know, you can be young at heart. I don't have to act old. I don't have to act as if my life is over. Um, True. But, I have I have these gray hairs and and you know I've had people ask if I you know where do you get your your gray highlights in terms of coloring? No, this is uh-huh. life. I earned each one of these, so I have no, no problems at all with flaunting my age. And I'll yeah. tell people, yes, I'm maturing in some ways, although I act more like a child now than I did back then. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I know uh, it, it's one of those old enough to know better. Uh-huh. Young enough not to care, and 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 to be able to embrace all of life because we've had so many ups and downs and so many changes. I mean, just the things that that you talked about in the past year, all the mm-hmm. milestones and the, and the changes in your family, and um, you know, yeah. once again, my condolences on the passing of your father. But thank you. You know, and this is what we're talking about. It's like how do you manage and navigate through change, and and. So many people, you have to embrace it, and you have to realize that, you know, change is the only constant that we have in life. That's the only God thing that right. you can count on, that something is going to change. And it's just how do you manage it? How do you navigate it? And so, yep. you know, with everything that you're celebrating, you know, being married and having a successful relationship, raising your daughters and, and having them grow up. And, and you know having your another book that you that you're writing and releasing and so there are all of these things and I find it so funny when there there are certain aspects of change that we're willing to embrace when we think it's a quote unquote good thing yeah but when it's something that we don't really like or we're not you know I'm not feeling that you calling me old or I'm not feeling that you're saying I'm getting older we don't want to embrace that part <laughs> right 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 well, well you know what you know what I'm just going to shut you down right now because I hadn't even finished my intro yet so you just so you just hold your little horses uh, Miss Keisha and I and I hey I humbly accept what you said 
and and okay. and I'm still hey, and I'm still going to say I'm maturing. Anyway, you are. <laughs> <we're> gonna, <laughs> <laughs> let me introduce. Well, y'all already know now who who is the guest here on my show. I have Miss Keisha Rivers. She is uh, a returning guest friend. Uh, I tell you, uh, we have talked several times on the phone, and she's my most. Uh, uh, I guess my she's been here. I think this would be your fourth time being here on the show, and uh, yeah. always giving us great nuggets of information uh, regarding life, regarding business, and uh, I have to read part of your bio to so some of the new people that don't know you can get a glimpse of who you are. So, uh, so let me do my formal. I just broke all protocols tonight. So, but uh, that's fine. Hey, that's a great week after you. <laughs> Change. See, change. See, perfect topic for tonight. <laughs> perfect topic. Right. <laughs> now, for all of you that are listening in and you desire, if you want to ask a question or have some comments as we're talking, you can call in at 917-889-8078. You can call in with your questions and or your comments. Again, that's 917-889-8078. Also, uh, all of my shows, you can listen to them uh, in, on a replay type of uh, basis. We're now on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. We will be listed under the CWR Talk Network umbrella. Now, tonight, my guest is Ms. Keisha Rivers. She's the founder and chief outcome facilitator of the Cars Group Limited specializing in providing personal and professional strategic development services to small businesses, organizations, and individuals. She's a gifted speaker, facilitator, published author, trainer, all that and a whole lot more. So if you, I'm just going to stop right there because there's plenty more uh, to her resume. I want us to go right into this thing that we're talking about change, and I've already just made a complete change of my opening with my radio show. But, hey, we're talking about change tonight. So let's welcome to the show, Keisha, how you doing? How you doing? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just throwing a, a monkey wrench in all your stuff. But it, I did it on purpose because we're talking about I, change tonight. Oh, man. <laughs> see, you started when you started laughing in the background, see. Uh, yes, and I'm, I'm going to hang on to that, too. I believe you're going to laugh so I, I'm gonna I'm gonna remember that. Let's see, January the seventh at eight forty. <laughs> but you know, it, it actually I was looking back at um, you know how social media gives you uh, your memories. I was on your show a year ago this time. Oh, see, perfect. So I, I I kicked it right. I kicked it off in January last year. Well, so thank we, you. We are, uh, yeah. Well, you know what? I might have to just do this every year um, um, to, to kick, especially you and changed up everything in the show now already, so I might as well I, do it. I know, it right? I know. You just, just never know what's going to happen. <laughs> exactly. Cool. But well, thank you. But seriously, thank you so much for having me back. Um, I, I always enjoy our conversations, whether it's you know off air or, or on air, and I think that what you bring to the um to the landscape of all the information that's out there 
is awesome because you don't just give people advice. Um, you share insights and nuggets from, from things that you have experienced um, based on your expertise, and you give them tangible steps and, and strategies that they can apply and use. And, and, you know, a lot of times that is not the case uh, because you have a lot of people who, who talk because they like to hear themselves speak and they don't speak from experience and they don't give people real sound nuggets. Um, that they can hold on to. So I appreciate you for what you do, and, and congratulations for expanding your platform and being um, being heard on all of these different channels. Um, it is it is wonderful yeah. because, yeah. Uh, you know, I don't take it lightly that you have so many more people that you're able to impact um, in that way. So congratulations to you. Yeah. Thank you, Keisha. I really appreciate that very much. And by the way, she did not get paid to do that. Uh, I thank you so much for the heart. I appreciate that. <laughs> I appreciate that. Thank you, my sister. You know that. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. Now, how, seeing that we have this time here, actually, now, I know I probably said to Brown about 9.15, but if we can go possibly to 9.30, if that's fine, if we run to 9.30, is that okay? Yep, that is okay. perfectly fine. Okay. All right, perfect. Well, tell us, I mean, here we are in the year 2020, and, you know, you have so many people, including all of us. Uh, we always look at the new year as a means of making uh, some type of change in our lives, whether it's losing weight, you know, that's, that's one that people are going to say every year that they're going to go to the gym or they're going to look at Look at uh, losing weight, getting away from the pushing the plate to the side. Then you have some that are looking for a better job or some means of improving their career or uh, positioning their business uh, to become more profitable. Uh, and then just, of course, always looking to improve their finances and then just their lives uh, in general. So, how do, how do we manage this thing that we call change? Because it, it can be difficult sometimes. It can be scary sometimes. You know, I, I think about if you ask someone to get on the scale or to get on the budget, they're like, ah, no, I'm not ready mm-hmm. for that, you know. And uh, so kind of give us some insight uh, tonight as we're talking. But I, kinda, I just, just to start off, how do we manage this thing called change? How do we how, give, give us some insight? What 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 should we look well, for? What what should our mindset be? Well, and and you said that the last thing you said is is key because managing change really comes down to your mindset. Um, there are so many people that talk about motivation, and yes, beginning of the year, our motivations are high. We're going to start that new diet. We're going to start that new business. We're going to get in shape finally. We're going to spend more time with our families. We're going to go back to school. We have all of these things that emotionally we feel we're going to do at this time because we have figured out we've, we've had a chance to kind of step back from the, the hustle and bustle of our everyday lives and the routines. And so now we're able to step back and say, oh, I've had a little bit of time to reflect now. I'm, I'm hanging around my family. I'm, I'm spending more quality time with myself. I'm not running around from, from, from here to there trying to get so many things done and pack so many things into a day. So as a result, we feel as if 
here are the new things I want to do and here's how I want to change my life and how I want to improve my life because we've had a chance to step back from our lives. And instead of doing and, and moving through it, we then start reflecting on it. And now that's how we come up with all of these resolutions of what we're going to do differently and what we're going to do better. But mm-hmm. the moment the Christmas lights, you know, the holiday lights are packed away, the vacation is over, the family is left, you have to get up and go back to work, go back to school, start getting back into the routine, our resolutions fall by the wayside. And the reason that is, is because when you make a decision and honor that decision with some type of action that you're going to do differently, you also have to consider and visualize and expect that you are now creating a new routine. You're now creating a new habit. And so change is a disruption of what you're used to. Now, Hmm. our minds, our bodies, our brains, we crave the familiar. We always want to go back to what's comfortable. Ask anybody who has been in a long-term relationship that they know is no good for them, but, yeah, I know that. I know what to expect. Mm -hmm. I know that brand of crazy, so I'm going to stay right there. Or sometimes sometimes you've seen instances where people are like, yeah, I'm going to go out and exercise and do this, but... In order for me to work that in, I'm going to have to get up at 5 in the morning or I'm going to have to, you know, forego staying late at work and now I have to change Mm -hmm. my routine. Managing change is not about your level of motivation, although that's part of it, and and we'll talk about ways you can keep yourself motivated. It's not about having access to the resources because everybody has access to the information that you need at at your fingertips, on your phone, on Google, online listening to podcasts, Mm -hmm. listening to shows like yours, books. There are so many resources out there that tell you step-by-step how to do it. The issue Mm -hmm. comes in us not wanting to change our mindset to understand that we need to make a new routine and build a new habit. We want to fall back on the way we did things and figure that, oh, if we still do things the way we did, then it'll, it'll stay the same. Or it'll change. Yeah, I want to. I want to. You know, I want to increase my credit score. I want to get my credit fixed. I want to. You know, get my finances in order. But mm-hmm. I don't want to give up that shopping spree. You know, there are new <laughs> shoes on sale. I don't want to give that up. You know, what do you mean I can't eat out every Friday? I deserve that. I have worked hard. <laughs> yes, you I cannot, have. <laughs> right. You cannot have change if you're going to stick with the same routine. And so the first thing about managing change is realizing that you are going to be uncomfortable. That's not fair. I'm sorry. When you get mature, you got to realize that life is not fair. Oh, oh, ouch. You got me good then. You got me. You got me. But that is the key to it because nobody wants to be uncomfortable. Nobody wants to have to sacrifice. Nobody wants that discomfort that happens before something becomes familiar to you. Think about it. When you first learned how to drive, you got in the car and you had to think about everything. You had to think about, you know, or teaching your kids how to drive. You had to think about, okay, 
how do I teach them about, you know, being aware of their surroundings? You know, how how much do you press on the gas to accelerate? How much do you press on the brake to, to decelerate or slow down? How do you make the turn? Every single thing when you're doing something new, you have to really pay attention to what you're doing. As you yes, become you more do. familiar with it, then it becomes rote memory. It, it, it's reflex. Now when you're driving, you don't, there are some times, and I know everybody is guilty of this, you get in your car after work and you're, there's so much stuff on your mind, the next thing you know you're pulling up in your driveway and you're like, how did I get from here? I don't remember the drive. And yes. it's like the car found its way home because it's something that we do automatically. We don't need to focus on. The key to managing change is realizing that in order for this change to stick, you have to focus on what you're doing specifically. And by the way, all my listeners, anytime you have Keisha in your ears, get a pad and get a pencil. <laughs> even even when, the recording. <laughs> exactly. Even even when I am talking to her outside of the show, just a casual conversation, I have to bring out a pen and a pad. By the way, the last time we talked, Keisha, I was in my car and I had a pad writing down the information because you always give out quality useful, uh, informative information. This is great. I mean, because right now I'm looking at, especially with, uh, from the financial standpoint or either, uh, even I think about my daughter. She's mm-hmm. making the transition from high school to college. And she's in Boston. I mean, here is Florida grown uh, uh, down here in warm Tampa, Florida, and now she's mm-hmm. uh, having to adjust to uh, the city of Boston, adjusting to uh, a, a larger school, a larger uh, university, and she's away from home. So she got all these different things that, that is definitely has made her uncomfortable. And had she not, you know, uh, learned to adjust, she would be stuck in a rut right now. And uh, and even now, exactly. she's continually going through some adjustments right now regarding change. So I, I, you, you hit on a lot of good things here tonight thus far. I mean, now uh, you mentioned about, I know with the mindset and the expectation, <clears throat> do we, do you, should we look at the benefits of the change versus the consequences of change? I'm just thinking about that. Uh, well, you, you uh, actually have thing. to look at both. You, you okay. have to look at both. And there, there are so many people that say, focus on the good, focus on all the benefits, focus on what it is that you're going to achieve. You know, if you're trying to lose weight, you know, buy an outfit or, or have an outfit that you want to get that's going to, um, to, that, you, that you want to fit into, something that's tangible that you can remind yourself of. But here's the other part of it. If you do not, and, and I tell people all the time, I tell my clients when I work with them, there's two things you need to anticipate when you're talking about change. One, you have to develop what I call your mind movie of success. There are a lot of people who do vision boards and they cut out pictures from magazines of of the things that they want to achieve and they put that uh, visual on a board and they hang that in their office or their room or someplace in their house as a visual reminder of of where Mm -hmm. they're trying to get to. But I go one step further and I say, 
I want you to craft a mind movie of success. So I want you to think about, imagine if Oprah or uh, the Today Show or Good Morning America or, or someone found out that you had achieved the pinnacle of success in whatever it is that you're trying to make a change in. And so they're sending a camera crew to follow you around from the time you get up in the morning until the time you go to bed at night, and they're going to see everything about your life that lines up the way you want it to be in this particular area. So if it is about losing weight or if it is about your career or, is it, or if it's about your business or whatever or your relationship or whatever it is, what would a day in your life look like if you achieved the success that you're going after? And you write it out in detail as if it is a script to a movie. And when you write that out, that mind movie of success that details all of the great things that, that you want to see achieved, you read that out loud to yourself and you revisit that because that is a reminder to you of what you're striving for. That's the good okay. side. That's the good side. Mm-hmm. On the converse, I always ask myself, what's the best that can happen and what's the worst that can happen? Mm-hmm. And when you look at the flip side of the worst that can happen, okay, I cannot be motivated with this and I may have to start over several times or I may run out of money or um, I may not be motivated, or I may not have the support I want, or I may not have the programming. All the stuff that, com- that comes up in the back of our mind anyway, that fear-based stuff that mm-hmm. jumps out at us and, and, and paralyzes us in the middle of us actually making some, some strides, um, when all of that stuff comes up, write it all out. Face it. Say, I'm calling a spade a spade. I'm putting it all out here. Write it all out. And then come up with a contingency plan of, you know what, when I'm supposed to get up and go walking every day and I decide that I don't want to go today, let me pull this out. Uh, Fear number one, I'm going to not feel like going. All right, I wrote down what I don't feel like going. I'm supposed to call this person as an accountability partner to give me the talk. When Uh I don't feel like going out, I'm supposed to look online um, at this dress or this outfit that I decided I wanted to fit into. Uh, when I don't feel like I want to go out, I'm supposed to pull out that report from a doctor that says that I'm predisposed to diabetes. Whatever mm. it is, you have a contingency plan already in place because of those things that you anticipated that were going to come up to block you. And that's what nobody does. We don't anticipate the bad and plan for it. So that's why we end up failing. <laughs> You are absolutely right. I, I think about the analogy um, that I use when I encourage people to get uh, life insurance. You know, mm-hmm. it's going to rain. It's not a matter of if it's going to rain. It's, it's going to rain. It's a matter of when it's going to rain. So it's best to have an umbrella with you because one day or night or who knows, it's going to rain in your life. Something's going to happen to where it could be a job loss. It could be a, other variables of life. And you must have these things in place. You know, I tell people about hey, making sure that you have a budget in place, having an emergency mm-hmm. fund in place because the refrigerator is going to go out. The car is going to mm-hmm. go out. St- something is going to happen here at home where you're going to have some type of major expense. And it's best that you have these things in place 
just in case if it when it's going to happen. Not like I said, not if, but when it happens. So you are absolutely right. You got to look at both sides yeah. and prepare both ways. Right, and you know, like, hey, like they said, if you are if you're ready, you don't have to get ready. So Amen if you're already that. prepared for that. You don't have to want, oh, my gosh, I got knocked so far down that now I feel like I'm starting over again. If you're changing, and, and here's the thing that you have to remember. When, when change happens, we get uncomfortable, and we don't like to be uncomfortable, especially now because everything's so easy for us. We don't cook the way they used to cook back in the day where you didn't walk inside and throw something in the microwave and 30 seconds later you got a hot meal. No, you had to cook. All that chicken out and get it seasoned and put it on the ground. It's like, yo, I can't just roll down the street and go pick up some Kentucky. I got to cook something. So you know what? Your girl ain't eating. I'm doing cereal because I'm not going through all that. So so you have to look at the fact that there's, there's discomfort. You have to wait. The changes are coming, but little by little, and you're not always going to be able to see the progress. When you're dealing with kids, I can tell you, if you look back on when your daughters were born and you look at them now, you're like, what happened? When did y'all grow up? What, 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 oh, yeah. Why are you leaving? It was just yesterday that you were toddling around and following me around all the way, and I was wiping the, the snot off your noses and, and changing your yeah. diapers. Yep. But change happens around us and right under our noses, and we don't notice it. How many times do people say, you know, hey, it was just the first of the year. And now we're at the end of the year. Another year is going by. And it's not because we're getting older or more mature that it's going by so fast. It's that we're not focused on it. When you're younger and you're looking forward to your birthday or looking forward to Christmas or looking forward to something, it seems like it takes forever because that's yes. what, it's not there yet. But as you live, live your life and you have so many other things that you have to deal with on a day-in and day-out basis, we're not focused on the change we're focused on the discomfort of the change but Mm. we're not focused on the the progress that we're making and which leads me to my next point the first one is you have to have that mindset that that my movie of success so that you see the day in the life of what it looks like when i have achieved it and i'm there and revisit that then the second half of that is you need to look at the worst that can happen, and then how do you deal with that? What are the contingency plans you put in place to address that? Okay. The next component is that now you have to look at two things. You have to look at your process in terms of what you're doing, and you have to look at your progress in terms of how far you're coming. And this is the other okay. thing with change because – so often, if we don't see a drastic difference immediately, oh, this isn't working. I'm, I'm done with it. If you mm-hmm. are, are changing your finances and the way that you think about money and you're changing your spending habits and you're not buying the shoes and you're not going out to eat and, you're not, and you don't see that your savings account has grown or you haven't paid down your debt to the point where you can see a huge, significant difference in the first few months, what do they do? Oh, I'm done with this. This is taking too long. Yep. But we have to, as I say, celebrate the small victory. Be able I to agree. measure 
where you have your benchmarks in place. You know what? I'm going to look at this in between now and three months from now. I'm going to see the difference in where I am, and this is where I want to be. And then you also look at your process because your progress is how far you've come from where you are. Your process is what am I doing? And if you're not really achieving the results that you want in the time that you thought you would and your, real, and your expectations are realistic, then maybe you're not going about it the right way. Maybe you need to change what you're doing because, remember, the definition of insanity, doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. True. So if I say, so hey, I want to change my finances, I want to be able to, you know, save more money, and instead of, you know, oh, you know what, I'm going to cut out going out to eat on for dinner on during the week. But you still go up and instead you go out to eat for lunch. You mm-hmm. haven't made a significant change. You need, to, you need to change your process so you can get a wow. bigger result and you can have something that's tangible that you can look at that's going to keep you motivated. Because we get motivated when we achieve stuff, when we're achieving success, when it's working we're motivated to continue to do it. Can't tell me nothing when I start dropping five pounds, because I swear I dropped 20, because I'm looking good (laughs) right now. Because, you know, I'm not sucking in as much when I put put the jeans on. (laughs) 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 It's five pounds, but shoot, you can't tell me I don't look like a model. Me and Naomi Campbell, we wearing the same sizes. I know that's right. You know, I think about my my little guns. You know, when I get a little muscle Mm -hmm. up there, I look yeah. like a rock. You, you, I mean, yeah, then you be flexing, you know. Be like, let me let me reach that. Let, let me let me take this. Let me let me screw that off for you, baby. Let me pick that up for you. You know, you exactly. be flexing a little bit. <laughs> but that keeps you going because you see a result. So when you're looking at your process and your progress, you need to set yourself up for success. Celebrate those small victories. Look at the difference in and the amount of pounds that that you've lost. And look at the difference in your savings account. Look at the difference in in how much you've paid down your credit cards. And if Mm -hmm. you're not getting the result that you want, then look at what you're doing and adjust. Because the one thing about change that people don't realize, I don't have to keep doing the same exact thing. I can change up how I'm doing it to get there. Right. Absolutely. Right. So, and, and for some people, and, 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 and the, the, the other point I want to make is change is not one size fits all. It mm-hmm. is not one size fits all. What constitutes my definition of getting my finances in order may be I want to get my credit card debt paid down. Somebody else may say, I want to focus on investing. Someone else may say, I want to focus on my savings. Somebody else may say, you know what, I want to kind of curtail my spending a bit. Somebody else may say, you know what, I want to actually start paying into a retirement fund. Your Mm -hmm. success does not look the same, even though we're all dealing with finances. Absolutely. Everybody's different. I tell them them that often. Everybody's different. Right. So when you're looking at, oh, my gosh, comparison is the worst thing you can do. When you're navigating change, the worst thing. Yeah, absolutely. It's you, to, you to can't me, it's compare. The, it's the enemy. It's a, it's an enemy to 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 progress. Exactly. Exactly. Because the, and and for for social media, 
and being online and the fact that, hey, two clicks, I can see what everybody else is doing and how they're, they're moving along this path. No, you see what they choose to report to you about how they're, they're navigating right. this path. Absolutely. You know? I think sometimes people uh, it just either they're just ignorant to that or they just choose to just overlook that. That what that's a facade a lot of time that people are seeing through posting. And most a lot of people think that's just real. And I'm thinking, no, no, sweetie, that, that's not real. That's not the real person. <laughs> that's not the real person. I I will never forget. I was sitting at um, at a lake during lunch one day because I, I love water. That's my, my fix. So every so often I have to get out of the house. I go find myself a, a lake or body of water to sit next to and kind of, you know, woos up. And I'm sitting there eating my lunch in the car. And it was, you know, a little chilly. It was towards the beginning of the year when, you know, the, their New Year's resolutions are coming in when people say they're going to work out. And yep. this woman pulled up in a car next to me, parked. She got out. She was dressed in this workout gear. Great workout gear. You could, you could tell. I bought this because I said I was going to lose weight, and I'm, uh-huh. I'm, I'm looking good. This is my motivation. She gets out of the car. She goes down to the – they had a, a, a paved path that goes around the lake that people would walk, you know, during their lunch hour. She goes down to the path, stands by the lake, positions herself, and proceeds to take several selfies of herself in the workout gear. Post the pictures, got back in her car, and left. You kidding? No. <laughs> so to anybody wow. who's looking at her feed, she's working out. But this chick oh. took the picture and got back in her car and left. Like, yeah, I'm done. But other oh. people would look at that like, oh, she's working out and she's doing this. No, she's not. Why are you comparing? <laughs> right. Oh, so, my gosh. So you, you can't compare what you're doing with what other people are doing. You can't compare your process, and you can't compare your progress because everybody is different, and what works for you may not work for somebody else, even if you guys are trying to do achieve the same goal. Right. So don't uh. compare yourself to someone else. You can have somebody else in your corner – but don't compare yourself because comparison is is the thief of joy. That that's going to keep you from looking at. Because I've had people that compare themselves to me, and I'm like, well, you you shouldn't do that because I'm different than you. Right. The things that are that come easily for me don't come easily for you. The things that come easily for you don't come easily for me. I always right. say, tell people I thank God that I have so many friends around me who are financial people because I'm not. I don't do numbers. <laughs> right. <laughs> that is not my forte. I'm like, no, you start talking too fast. I'm like, whoa, wait, brain just shut down. I'm not doing that. Give me something simple. I can't. No, that is not my forte. I don't do that. That's right. Well, one plus one equals right, one. Right, right, right. Tell me, tell me specifically what do I need to do? Don't give me the, don't give me too many choices. Don't give me too many things to focus on. Tell me step by step. I'm gonna do this, and then I'm come back to you. Don't tell me everything at once. But when it comes to speaking or writing or being someone who could be up on a stage and be in front of people or, or looking at, at people's mindset and the, and the way that they think and why, the, why they think the way they do, I'm great mm-hmm. at that. So people come to me and say, I don't understand. How can you figure out how to say this? And 
how do you put it together so succinctly? I'm having, I'm struggling trying to put three words together. And I'm like, oh, you want to <laughs> say it? Oh, this is how you can say it. So, oh, so you, we've got different strengths. And you can't compare yourself to somebody else because when you're trying to navigate your change, you can't compare somebody else's journey to yours. Because they may be on chapter 20, and you're just on chapter 1. And I tell people, you don't re- I've been doing this since I was in elementary school. I've been speaking. I've always been in front of groups since right. I was 7. So you can't compare where I am as a speaker to where you are if you're just getting started. Because I have way more years than you do with this. Absolutely. Yep. More stage time. More stage time. Yeah. Which which leads me to another question, then, if you don't mind me uh, still on that. Mm -hmm. You know, how, how how does a person overcome that, maybe the fear of changing? You know, kind of give some tips of how we can cope or overcome that fear or that uncertainty with change, if you don't mind me changing gears a little bit. I love I love that question because everybody's like, you know, oh, that whole fake it till you make it thing. Yeah, I don't you know, like that. That's one, that's, one way, that's one way that people say that they can overcome it. Oh, just fake it till you make it. Just, you know, suck it up. Instead of faking it until you make it, why don't you learn it as you become it? Mm, okay, the one say thing, that again. The, <laughs> instead of faking it as you make it, why don't you learn it as, bec- as you become it? Because okay. think about this. When we see kids and they're first learning how to walk, they're still learning how to talk, they're still learning how to, they're exploring everything. When kids are younger, we don't discourage them when they fall down. We, you know, we try to say, oh, you know what, don't make too big of a deal of it because then they'll, get, they'll be afraid and they won't want to walk again. We mm-hmm. encourage everything they do because we look at it as learning. But after we get past a certain age, the process of learning where you have to fail because you have to figure out what doesn't work, we call Mm. that failure and we try to avoid it. Mm. Wow. So our, our fear is no more than us labeling something that is a natural part of growing, which is learning we have now put something negative on it and called it failure because we don't understand that we should embrace that process. Wow. So that, that, you, that's, you, said, the, you said a mouthful. Right, because it, the way to get over fear is to embrace it and to ask yourself, what is this telling me? Because every time I find myself afraid of something, what that's doing is that's triggering in me something that I feel uncertain about. So what is it am I really afraid of? You know, aside from, you know, we're only born with the fear of heights, you know, two natural fears, the fear of heights um, and the fear of, I think it's the fear of falling. There's, there's only two fears that we're naturally born with that will kind of keep us safe. Right. Um, mm-hmm. Anything other than that is learned. It's all learned behavior. So and see, with, if, it, with it being a learned behavior, you can unlearn uh-huh. and learn something else. <laughs> exactly. It's all about what you're learning. 
me, I'm the type that if I'm afraid of something, I have to analyze what is this, what is it about this that's making me afraid? Is it the actual act of doing this or is it the possibility that I'll look stupid doing it or that I won't achieve it or I won't be good at it or people are going to laugh at me? What is it about this that I'm afraid of? And once you pinpoint what it is specifically that you're afraid of, then you go back to that, what's the best that can happen and what's the worst that can happen. The best that can happen, I've got my mind movie of success. The worst that can happen, I've got my contingency plan to deal with it. Hmm. So you have to embrace the fear and listen to it to find out what it's telling you. So so it it helps to uh, always encourage people to do this. It's simple. Continue educating yourself. The more information that you can gather, you can overcome those fears or at least get a better understanding of what's causing you to fear that thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think a lot of times we, that's something that we don't do enough of. We, we take it as, you know, I'm scared of that. I don't, I don't want to be bothered with that. I'm fearful of it. And then mm-hmm. we move on as opposed to gather more information. Understand why you're fearing. Understand what would cause that to be fearing to you or cause fear in you, and then learn to Mm -hmm. overcome that. We just don't – sometimes people don't like to read. They don't like to gather information. They don't want to take the time to develop themselves to overcome that fear. It's it's almost like the microwave mentality. If I can't pop it in mm-hmm. that microwave and get my baked chicken and everything else that goes mm-hmm. to, goes with it, as opposed to like you said it earlier, coming in, I got to clean this chicken. Mm-hmm. I got to right. season it up well. I got to put it in the oven. Then I got to wait but wait yep. so it can cook and then bring it out. So very good. Mm-hmm. Oh, very good point. Very good point. Yeah. And and one thing that people have to remember, okay, when you you have to shift your definition of change. And you have, to, you have to shift your definition of change and what it means. Change is not an event. Change is not one thing that happens. But that's the way we define change a lot of times. We look at it as, oh, this one event happened. Dang, that changed everything. No. Things were leading up to that. Change is a process yes. that begins with an event. Because you didn't just wake up. If you were born, and nobody's born 350 pounds, you got that way over the course of time. <laughs> Nobody is born. When you first start, you are not born in debt. That's it right. happened over the course of time. It took you. It was a process to get to where you are. So what mm-hmm. makes you think that you're going to correct it overnight? You just made a decision that you were going to shift the process, and your event is, I now understand that this is not good for me. I now understand that I want my life to be better. I understand that I need to prepare for my future. I understand that I don't want to work for the rest of my life. I understand that I need to put something away for a rainy day. I need to understand that poverty has been a generational curse in my family, and I want to break it. I now understand Mm -hmm. this is your event. Now, the things that we do, that's the process of change. Every day, day in and day out, the little, if you put $5 in a jar towards your savings, that's part of the process. 
you just made a change with that one part of the process. But so often, we don't look at the process. We look at, hey, I decided that I'm going to lose weight. So I go and visit the gym for a week, and hey, I should have dropped 50 pounds by now. Did it take mm-hmm. you two days to put the 50 pounds on? No. <laughs> nope, it did, did not. It take you, right, did it take, unless you go out and you swap down an Amex card and you charge 10 grand on it all at once, I don't think it took you overnight to get $10,000 in debt. Oh, no. You're right. It's always over. It's over time. It's over time. Right. So <laughs> because, and, and we have to get out of that mentality where we figure, hey, I may have, it may have been, you know, and, and I, I tell people all the time, when you spend so much time going in the wrong direction and then you make a decision that you want to right that ship, it's like a big cruise ship or a big yes. destroyer. But the bigger the ship, the longer it takes to turn and change direction. Yes. The bigger yes. the ship, the longer and the more effort it takes to change direction. Think about a, a small, little, compact, little uh, Prius versus an 18-wheeler with two, with two, with two semi-trailers uh, on the back. How mm-hmm. long does it take for them to stop, and how long does it take for them to change direction? Oh, yeah. If you try and, if you try and, and, and whip that 18-wheeler around, somebody's going to fall over because it's not designed to do that. <laughs> you got that right. <laughs> It's going to but take you, some but time. If you have a sh- right. So if you have a shorter amount of time going in the wrong direction, you have a smaller boat, you have a smaller car, you got a you got a skateboard, you got your two feet. It'll yep. take you less time and less effort to turn it around. But if you got a bigger car, if you have a semi truck, if you have a tanker, you got a cruise ship. It's going to take you got it's going to take you a little a lot more effort and some more time to change that direction. Right. And, so and with give that, yourself and allow yourself that. And with that, you can change direction. I, I tell people that sometimes. I use the analogy of the cruise ship. You know why? Because I love mm-hmm. cruising. But uh, I said, <laughs> even, with, even, even with the cruise ship having to change direction, it can change direction. It may take a little time, but you can change direction. I tell people that that are heavily in debt, you can eventually pay that debt down and off. It is possible. I had a young lady one time that had a had a huge amount uh, of debt, uh, in particularly uh, student loan debt, and. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think it just got the best of her when we started talking and laying everything out uh, during the process of, of helping her. Uh, she, she just she just folded. She she just said, "I would never be able to pay this out." And I said, "Yes, you can. It's going to take discipline. It's going to take some time, but you can recover and pay this down and pay this off." If it takes you six months, if it takes you a year, if it takes you five years, you can still turn this ship around and go in the opposite direction and go in the direction where you need to go in. But people need to move past just because it's, it, you, you're, you're here with this large amount of debt or something that's so, so big, so enormous, 
you can turn things around. You just got to put forth the effort, the discipline, uh, and everything to make it happen. But you got to be willing to do that. But you can overcome mm-hmm. and do better. Yeah. Wow. Right. And I, and I think with everything that we've talked about tonight, you know, go back, listen to the recording of the episode, write down yeah. the tips that, that we talked about, and then map it out for yourself. Start with something small that is not such a huge thing that you have to turn around. Start with one thing and try the process out with that one thing. Something, you know, something as small as, you know what, I'm going to get up an hour early or I'm going to not eat after 8 o'clock or I'm going to remember to, uh, you know, say say positive affirmations to myself or once a week I'm going to decide that I'm not going to eat out and I'm going to put that money aside. Start with something small that is not going to take a huge amount of effort to turn that ship around because we have to get acclimated to the process of change. We have to get acclimated and understand what it's like to experience success when we make a decision to change and we honor that decision with consistent action. Because nobody is used to that. We're used to going along the path where everything stays as it is and it continues along this way and, you know, we're good. But we're not conditioned for sacrifice. We're not conditioned for discomfort. So pick Mm -hmm. something small and start with that and experience the process of being successful with that one thing. Then add something else that's a little bit bigger. Then add something else that's a little bit bigger. And now you're conditioning yourself to understand change as a process and understanding what type of event you need to put in front of you to say, this marks the time when I'm going to do something different. This marks the turning around of my ship. Unless you recalculate, you recalibrate your mind to think that way, you're going to continue to do the same thing over and over and over again, but expect a different result. And that is insanity. Yes, it is. And we don't want to be insane. Nope. (laughs) We ain't that crazy. (laughs) No way. No way. Keisha, uh, of course, I did not get a chance to finish all my questions, so I guess I'm going to have to have you back on another show. (laughs) (laughs) I guess so. Hey, this change thing, you know, this you know, you you starting off the year now. I I gotta get you back on in a couple of months. We I I have a, I have about four or five other questions that I didn't get a chance to get answered, but thank you. This this was oh enlightening. I mean, of course, you know, I'm making my notes. Uh I made my notes and I, I will definitely be listening back over this uh this show and I would encourage all my listeners, take the opportunity go back and listen to this show again. A lot of good information, great nuggets of information regarding change. And I have to say thank you, Keisha, once again, over and over. Thank you so much for your knowledge, your expertise, your experience, and your heart and wanting to make our lives better in this particular area and on this topic tonight about managing change. Thank you so much for being here tonight. Thank yeah. you so much for having me. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Oh, good. Great. We have just a few minutes. If you can tell everyone how they can get in contact with you um, uh, for any business opportunities, 
uh, with what you do through your company? Um, the best way to get in touch with me is to go to my website. It's Cars Group, K-A-R-S Group.com. No spaces, no dashes. Um, do a Google search for me, Keisha A. Rivers, or uh, the Cars Group, uh, K-A-R-S. Uh, on my website, it has all of my services, as well as if you want me to come in and do speaking or training or be a guest on, on any shows, I'm available for all of that. Uh, to, to 2020 is a year of vision and focus and um, expansion, and I believe that there are a lot more people who need to hear this message and understand how powerful they are with what they're able to do just by focusing and changing their mindset. Perfect. Great. Well, thank you so much again, Keisha, for being here. And thank you, all of you listeners, for tuning in tonight. Uh, that's a wrap. I only have just a few minutes before we uh, turn off here. Uh, you can catch my show every Tuesday night at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And if you have not touched base with me on social media, I would encourage you to do so. You can catch me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, um, uh, LinkedIn. Uh, I'm all, I also have a YouTube channel, which I'm doing better with making sure that I upload my videos a little bit more. So, But I do have some great learning videos out there. And I want you to remember these words regarding your money and your life. Give cheerfully, spend carefully, and invest wisely. Keisha, thank you again for being here. We'll talk later. Bye-bye. All right. Take care, everyone. Talk to you next week. Of course, I can't go out without, without without playing a little bit of smooth jazz. Check this out by Huge Groove. Take care, everyone.